Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be talking about what I'm calling a secret remedy, or it's, well, it's not really a secret, but it's, it's a remedy that I think is underutilized for patients who have Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and that is testosterone. Now, testosterone is a hormone, um, but it can be used as a therapy to help improve Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and we'll talk about why that is, the connection between low thyroid or Hashimoto's and um, low um, testosterone, we'll talk about that connection, how to replace these levels, how to test your levels, and so on. So if you don't know me, I'm Dr. Childs, I'm an internist, I specialize in treating patients with thyroid conditions, um, helping people lose weight, and of course, treating hormone imbalances. So let's get into our topic today, which is using testosterone to treat Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So as I mentioned, um, well, first of all, let's start here. So Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disease of the thyroid gland, and if it's left unchecked for a long period of time, it will result in low thyroid, damage to the thyroid gland, and eventually complete and irreversible damage to your thyroid gland, which means you have to be on thyroid medication for the rest of your life. So the little backstory here is that most doctors don't treat this very well. They don't focus on the autoimmune aspect. And so patients are sort of looking for therapies that they can use to reduce that damage so they can reverse their condition, cure their condition, and so on. So there's not many therapies available for Hashimoto's, which is why I call this, you know, kind of like, a secret therapy or an, uh, at least underutilized and less well-known therapy. So why does it matter and how is it helpful? So there is a big connection between your testosterone levels and autoimmune disease or immune function. Such that, so let me, let me explain it this way. So if in people who have low testosterone, let's see, I spelled that correctly, they have an increased risk of autoimmune disease. We know also that women get autoimmune disease, oh, I can't spell today. Women get autoimmune disease at a much higher rate than men do, about 10 times more frequently. We also know that women have a much lower testosterone level compared to men. But that's not, that's not the main thing here because we do also know, and at least I, I know this from checking and testing a lot of patients with Hashimoto's, that women who have Hashimoto's tend to have much lower base levels of testosterone than what would be considered normal in a healthy, in a healthy woman. So their testosterone tends to be even lower. So naturally women have lower testosterone levels just at baseline. And then furthermore, we also see women who have Hashimoto's have even lower levels of that. And we know that that increases their risk of autoimmunity, not just Hashimoto's by the way, but this is relevant to Hashimoto's, of all autoimmune conditions. So if you, whatever, whatever conditions increase your risk of developing autoimmune disease, don't just increase your risk of developing what on autoimmune disease, but they increase your risk of developing other autoimmune diseases. That's why women who have Hashimoto's or one autoimmune disease will often have vitiligo or celiac disease and so on. So you'll get a lot of extra autoimmune diseases from whatever is causing the condition. And a lot of people believe that one of the risk factors, a big one, is low testosterone. So this creates an interesting situation for you as a, as a patient with Hashimoto's or as a woman, and men too, by the way, I keep saying women, but this also applies to men. If you have low testosterone, you can potentially treat that problem. And guess what? It can increase your immune system. And since this is a autoimmune disease, if you improve the immune function, you will reduce the damage done by Hashimoto's and treat the condition itself. So that's why we care about your testosterone level. And that's why actually all, all, everyone who has an autoimmune disease, autoimmune disease should be looking at whatever their testosterone level is. So let's talk about how to test for it. So if you have Hashimoto's, my recommendation is that you get tested for, you get your testosterone levels checked. And I do this in every single person that I, that I see no matter what. Um, but I noticed that a lot, of, a lot of women do not get these tests done. So you probably will have to ask your doctor for them. But it's really easy to check to see if your testosterone level is low. So there's two tests that you can check. 
this is true for women and men, by the way, but I'm going to be talking specifically about women. So the ranges are more, um, uh, they're relevant to women, not necessarily to men, but the same concept applies. So if you're a man listening to this, just FYI. So there's two tests that you want to get. One is the total testosterone, and the other one is the free testosterone. And what these will tell you, the total is the total amount of testosterone floating around in your blood, and the free is the amount of testosterone that's free and available to be used uh, by your body. So we care, I think the more important test is the total testosterone, but if you're gonna get one, just get the other, okay? So just get both, ask for both. And here is the range for women for total testosterone or something similar. So I look back at the lab test that, that I use, um, which out here is LabCorp. So you could be using something different, which is fine, but the range might change a little bit. So the range that I'm seeing is about three to 41. If you are less than three, you are considered to be low. And if you're higher than 41, you're considered to be high, okay? But I've also seen ranges in the five to 50 range or something similar. So don't freak out if your ranges aren't very similar, if it's four to 45 or whatever, five to 55, it should be something similar to this for total testosterone. And this is really the one you wanna look at to see what your level is. Now, if we could break this out, so we'll say up here we have 50. This is just for to make this really easy. So let's just say uh, the numbers wise. So let's say we have five down here and 50 over here. So you're you're gonna find your, that you're somewhere in here. You know, your value somewhere in here. Um, but what you probably won't find is that your testosterone level is actually less than this low range. So as a woman with Hashimoto's, it's probably not gonna be five, but it'll probably be something like 10. Okay, or 20 or something like that. But the point is, is even if you are not outside of this range, even if you are not less than five, you still have a low testosterone level. And that's low for you. And we know that because you have Hashimoto's. So it still is worth treating if you're on the, on the range, but in the low end of the range. Now, I like to split this up into one thirds. So one third here, one third here, and one third here. So you'll see the bottom one third of the reference range represents some value. In this case, maybe it's about 15 or so. So it'd be, you know, five to 20. This one might be, you know, 20 to 35. And this one might be 35 to 50 or something similar, right? But split it up into one third sections and look to see if you are in the bottom one third of the reference range for total testosterone. If you are in that range, I would recommend that you look into testosterone re replacement therapy because it can potentially treat your Hashimoto's. So definitely look at this, compare where you are on your lab test, because if you are in this range, you can, you can definitely use testosterone to treat it and to potentially increase and improve your condition. So what I would do if you fell into that category is then consider using testosterone therapy. So how do you do that? How does a woman use testosterone? It's actually not that complicated. Um, usually when we think about testosterone, we think about men using it, right? Because we think about it as a, uh, a hormone that generally is more important for men, but that isn't true. Women can use it too. And they can use it in several different ways. Now I would recommend using a cream or a gel, but you can also use a shot if you want uh, or potentially a pellet. Uh, I'm not super fans of these because the doses, anyway, we could talk about that for a long time. I'm not a big fan of the shots or the pellets, so I would recommend a cream or a gel. It's probably the best way to do it. Now, this will need to be prescribed by your doctor if you find that your levels are low. So remember, there's the connection between low testosterone and Hashimoto's. The next thing you should do, you should just know that. The next thing you should do is test your testosterone level to see if you are in the low range, not less than, not lower than the reference range, but in that low one-third range. Then the next thing you wanna do is if you are, start using testosterone to see if you can reduce your antibodies. So start the testosterone and then check your antibody level to see if it's gone down after you start using it. So that's sort of how I would consider using testosterone in the case of Hashimoto's. And remember, it actually is a pretty darn good therapy. There are other therapies that you can use as well, such as DHEA. Um, I'll do another video on that because that's a 
kind of a different topic and a different story. Um, but if you're not able to get testosterone, DHA may be a potential option for you as well down the road, uh, but don't necessarily count on that for some other reasons that we'll have to talk about at a different time. So I want to I hear from you though now. Do you have Hashimoto's? Do you also have low testosterone? Have you checked recently to see what your testosterone level is? Have you ever checked, right? Because you'll find that a lot of doctors, even though they know what I'm telling, they know this about the, the women to men ratio of of um, autoimmune disease and what that in what that implies for testosterone levels, but they don't always put that into practice and actually check your levels. So I'll, have you ever had your levels checked? And, and if so, what were they? I want to hear from you. Um, and also don't forget if you haven't already to download my free, uh, free thyroid PDF resources. I have tons of resources and information that you can use as a thyroid patient to help you treat tons of information just like this that are that's not really well known, but still very effective for a lot of patients. So make sure you download those below. Um, and that's all I have for you guys today. So otherwise I'll see you guys in the next one.